0: Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Taylor Wild. Welcome back to Wild On, season two. The podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird, wonderful, wild world of wrestling. On Wednesdays, Today's guest is an unbelievably self-motivated powerhouse. COVID-19 has devastated the lives of many, but it was specifically financially crippling to professional wrestlers who relied on the income of independent wrestling shows and meet and greets. Not my girl. She took lemons and made Patreon lemonade. With hard work and tenacity, she has become an independent wrestling businesswoman and is also training to set world powerlifting records. Girl power. She has won my heart with her part-time job transcribing court cases, and we have bonded over our love for crime and law and order. She's an impact wrestling knockout, my girl, Jordan Grace.
1: you
0: You look amazing. Thank you <laughs> I've been following your like uh, like you obviously you're fit you're beautiful you always have been but you've kind of been on this like little bit of a glow up journey you've tightened up, you've got some competitions coming up, like, tell me about, tell me the things. That's what happens, I guess,
1: when you're off wrestling for like, you know, 10 weeks, right? Like, (laughs) you get bored. Yeah. So uh, before COVID happened, I was, I was doing powerlifting competitions and I just decided I wanted to do some more of them. And unfortunately, with, with these powerlifting competitions, you got to be in a certain weight class, so...
0: Okay.
1: Because the one I'm in right now, I'm at the, the lower end of it, so if I stay at the lower end of it instead of cutting, you know, like, five, seven pounds, I'll be at the lower end of, like,
0: the, the bigger weight class. That's not where you want to be. Yeah, that's not where you want to be. And how did you place in your other powerlifting competitions? Not that it matters, just I know you're a competitive person, so...
1: My, my last one, I got third place, which is pretty good because I hadn't competed since high school. Oh, wow. It was pretty, it was pretty okay. And then these next couple, I'm hoping to, it's a new, um, like powerlifting league. So I think I'm going to take a couple of their state records. Fingers crossed. Oh yeah, girl. Yeah. I looked at the, I looked at the records online and I was like, I got, I can do that. I got that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, that's so good. So have you, what what's changed in terms of your training for these powerlifting competitions versus like when you were just training to wrestle and look amazing?
1: So I have um, like a powerlifting trainer now ah. because in powerlifting, it's not just like how much you can lift it. You have to learn like, you know, specific techniques and there's different kinds of commands in powerlifting. So like for bench press, you have to be able to hold the bar on your chest for one second before you press it up, as opposed to, you know, just like throwing it up. Okay. I have like a difficult time just like not bouncing it off my chest. And so I have a powerlifting coach that, you know, shows me techniques for that. And it's pretty, it's pretty intense. Like I, I they have me like just lifting so much, pretty much every single day, especially since we're four weeks out. Right. At the same time I'm trying to cut weight, so I feel so not strong. <laughs> it's so hard, isn't it? I actually but I'm at I'm at my goal right weight right now, which is kind of scary because my competition isn't for another three weeks or four weeks. So I have to just stay at this weight.
0: <laughs> do you feel comfortable or do you feel like you could crush some serious pizza and burgers like you're hungry and tired? I'm in,
1: a, I'm in, like, my, my friend group chat, and I'm literally sending stuff like, I don't think I could do this. Like,
0: <laughs> I think I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, man. that That is a big ways out. But I guess you have some wiggle room. Like, if you go up a little bit, you can you still. That's
1: what my coach was saying. He was like, don't worry about it. Even if you you gain some, we know now that you can cut super fast, so it won't be a big deal.
0: And the good news is that
1: for this competition, they have the weigh-ins the night before. Oh. After that, I'll probably just gain like 10 pounds just from eating everything. <laughs> what will you eat first? What,
0: what, what do you need in oh, your life? Oh my
1: God. So I guess there's a tradition with, because I joined a powerlifting team. So there's a bunch of different people on it. And they said that their tradition is they usually go to Longhorn Steakhouse and just like destroy. So whatever it is there, steak, mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese, a bunch of different stuff
0: okay but there's no like particular food that you like you really crave that is probably not the best for you like you're not like a chocolate girl or an ice cream or ice cream is definitely a big one for
1: like my dessert at night i get one of those like those weight watchers 100 calorie fudge pops but that is not it
0: (laughs) that's like a palate cleanser that's some bullshit right there because i'm like this is just this sucks. <laughs> it's almost like the taste of it is worse. Like you just want more. <laughs> yeah. So I know by talking to you, and obviously you have a huge fan following. During COVID, you were grinding and you were making sure you were surviving, and you are like a successful entrepreneur. Only fans, Patreon. <laughs> Tell me how much work goes into that because I like if you watch TikTok videos, they're just like you know you just post some photos and then you're rich. And I just know that's not. True. So Patreon just it really kicked off for me. Honestly,
1: like um, I tell people all the time like you put in what you put in, and then you get out what you put in. Right. So right. I put in a ton of work into Patreon. Like I do collaborations with like small businesses every few months, and I send out you know a 100- hundred boxes to a certain level of, of patron. I do giveaways. So it's not just like, you know, the sexy photos and stuff like that. It's like constant interaction. I have a private Snapchat and a private Instagram. I do like monthly group chats with all the fans, watch alongs. So like pretty much every day is like something, but I'm honestly, for me, it's completely worth it. I make more money from Patreon than I do from wrestling period. Wow. That's like that's a lot, a lot of the reasons why I re-signed with Impact, to be honest, because, you know, other companies, I couldn't do my Patreon anymore. And I was like, it's just, it's too much money to to take off the table like that, to be honest. And I, I love doing it. I love being able to interact with the fans like that. Yeah. I love doing these collaborations with this, these small businesses. Right now, I'm doing one. I don't know if you know what Pro Wrestling Loot is. No, tell
0: me. And tell, tell our listeners. I'll show you. Let me see. Okay. It's these little... Pro wrestling subscription boxes. Oh, cool. Like, like Glam Box or like those. Yeah, kind of
1: like that. Nice. You know, they do like. Uh, what do you call those things? Like little micro brawler thing.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Like trading cards and they send them off to a ton of fans. So I actually just started a partnership with them, which is kind of like a big deal for me. That's so cool. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. At least for the past next year, I'll be sending out uh, a free box to all my patrons every three months.
0: That's amazing. And I could see it on your face. I just want to like disregard. There's nothing wrong with doing sexy photos. Like, at all. Like, there's a sti- there's a stigma about it though I think. So, <laughs> yes. There there is but like you don't have to pose nude. You don't have to do semi-implied nudity and it's 2021, if you feel good in your skin and you feel comfortable taking photos or video, like fuck everybody. Like there's no, like there is no judgment. Girl, you make your money. Men have like, you know, they're very polarized. They they like beautiful women and they wanna spend their money on it. That's why sex work is, the oldest trade in the world and i'm not saying a patreon is anything like sex work it's the farthest thing from it but people draw that correlation and i think that's like the main issue i have because they just came out with like a
1: i don't know if you sell this post on twitter i don't know how much you get on twitter but they did this this uh post about you know the top 20 page uh patreon patreons and yeah. like how much money like wrestling patreon has generated and they estimated like you know it was two uh, million dollars a year okay I was the only female wrestler on there and I was like number 10 or something. And I, I didn't even realize that that was a thing. And then of course guys are in the comments like, Oh, Jordan Grace has a Patreon. What is she, what does she do on there? Blah, blah, blah. You know, talking about the sexy photos and whatever. And I'm just like, I don't think I would be like as big as a contributor to Patreon it, If I was just doing sexy photos, I put in so much work beyond that. So sorry about that.
0: (laughs) No, please. This is what this platform. This is about women and wrestling and everything that goes along with it. Like I want to destigmatize all the bullshit. Like all these men or women can talk all the shit they want, but there's a huge community that's buying it. So uh, sorry. And I
1: think you know, like even at tapings, I'll just be like constantly recording or taking pictures and doing backstage Patreon
0: stuff. You're working hard, and like you said, even if you were just doing sexy photos, there's nothing fucking wrong with that. But you are. Yes, I see there's how nothing wrong with that. I see how hard you work. Like you're 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 always fucking got your shit going. And I and I know even though it's online and you're doing that from home, that's I'm sure that's hours and hours a day. So kudos to you. And like. I'm learning more about OnlyFans just because this has become such a big thing during COVID. But a lot of men and women, they don't even do anything that's actually, um, like, sex-related. No, or... there's
1: there's literally OnlyFans for just feet.
0: Right, <laughs> right. There's and, and, you know, like, fucking, there's a reason why people pay money for these, like, kinks, kinks because they're in demand. And if you're comfortable with it, make your money. <laughs> if you can make $50,000 off your feet, like nothing but my respect forever <laughs> absolutely like i can well you know t- toronto canada as a whole is doing much differently than the states like i haven't had a pedicure in a year i cannot wait <laughs> I, I completely feel for y'all i feel it's ridiculous i can't believe how what you guys are going through right now like at first
1: i was like oh it's such a good idea that they're locking down and then like a year went by and i was like all right it's been a little I while know.
0: i know we just came out of like like lockdown and uh we can go to stores but they're at like 25% capacity but we can only go to stores that have um street entrance so we can't go to malls yet or so when I went to the first tapings in Nashville I was like a whole <laughs> <laughs> like it was fucking crazy yeah
1: nashville is pretty wild like i feel like they just never shut down <laughs> but,
0: like i just i can't understand the tight controls in canada and then in america and a lot of other places they're not doing that but the flights aren't stopping so we got i don't know we got to be somewhere in the middle like i don't think we're doing it completely right and i don't think florida did it completely right but we got to be somewhere between canada and florida have you guys started vaccinations and stuff like you're vaccinated yes so like as a first responder i received the first wave of vaccines and um, then the first responders in May the end of May early June got their second vaccines and now a lot of seniors and i think we're moving into people in their 60s 50s 40s are getting their second vaccine hopefully
1: that'll help things out with you guys yeah
0: so (laughs) mid no early july they're saying that essential workers can come back from working in the states to canada without the mandatory 14-day quarantine so that will be fucking life-changing for me thank god (laughs) yeah and now what about you guys have you been able to be vaccinated or you're not choosing to yeah me and my husband
1: are fully vaccinated finally and so we're just we didn't get COVID the entire time but we were just like you got to get vaccinated right
0: absolutely good for you guys not getting it because there was a it was on a hot tear there for a minute in the wrestling community well our
1: first dose we actually did drive like two hours away and then by the time we got our second dose they were just like yeah just roll it out just just give it. I think California did like a, a vaccine lottery where if you did got your vaccination, you were entered into some kind of like big lottery.
0: There's another state
1: giving out free joints, like
0: oh, amazing. <laughs> your dispensary is legal where you're living? Not where I'm living, unfortunately. Okay, but bummer. <laughs> I know. So we're doing that right at least. I'll give Canada. Yes, credit. y'all are doing that 100% correctly. <laughs> So let's talk about wrestling romance. How how did you state your husband's name and how did you meet him? His name is Jonathan Gresham. He works for Ring of Honor
1: and I met him at a wrestling show, of course.
0: <laughs> how long into your career were you when you oh met him? Oh my
1: God. So I've been wrestling since I was like 14. So Oh my
0: God. Probably
1: already like five years in. When we, when we met.
0: (laughs) Okay. So 14, how did you get into the business at 14? My, so this is a big time of like MySpace.
1: Okay. So my mom actually, uh, was doing online dating and she met someone on MySpace who was a professional wrestler and they ended up getting married and the whole, you know, shebang. And I started actually like going to wrestling training with him. I'd watched wrestling since I was like, you know, a little kid. But when she started dating him, I was like, what the heck? Like, this is like, he's not on WWE, but there's like other wrestling outside of WWE. That was my first, you know, exposure to that. And then I started going to wrestling training with him. And it just kind of like took off from there. It became my entire life. Like,
0: (laughs) And that's such an impressionable age, 14. Like, I remember, like, I got really heavy into like metal and punk. And that pretty much shaped me for the rest of my life. That's like a really important age. So you were probably full on in wrestling at that point. Them. And wrestling was just like that's that's my only personality trait now. I've never... <laughs> Now have you? So you started training at fourteen. Obviously, you got into the Indies not far after that. I did you have you worked any shit Samaritan part time jobs in your life as well? Yes, I had.
1: I got my personal training certification when I was eighteen, and I was doing personal training for a few years, but I have not worked a regular job. In the past five years, probably. I actually do online court transcription work. I've been doing it since before. You know, I made a living full-time from wrestling. And I still do it just because I love it. And I could do it anytime. I did it when I traveled to Japan, to Australia. I just, I, I love doing it, so I'll probably never stop doing that.
0: You're just so clever. I give you tons of credit. Like you made this Patreon work and this court, like you've chosen jobs that you can be a wrestler and you're always financially stable. That's amazing. I've lucked into it. I've, I mean, I found this job on Craigslist. No bullshit. You work hard.
1: <laughs> no luck. Sorry, continue what you're saying. <laughs> That's one of the jobs that I'll, I'll never quit. Even if I get, you know, if I, if I make a million dollars a year from wrestling, I'll I'll still never stop transcribing. I just
0: love it. Do you get any juicy, like, court details? Are they pretty, like... That's why I love it. I love to
1: watch, like, Law & Order, CSI, stuff like that. And it's, it's like that. Like I've typed murder cases and I'm like, man, this is, this is some, this is some good shit. This is some good stuff right here.
0: Oh my God. If there wasn't any like legal ramifications, I'd be like, girl, do you want to do a weekly podcast about your transcriptions? Because. Oh my God. It's, it's everything. Cause I have to sign like, you know, the NDA and
1: everything. It's everything I have not to tell everybody. I'm like, look at this case. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I have to keep my mouth shut, but it's very difficult. And I type like a lot of like family law stuff. So, you know, like the divorce stuff and all the. The, I'm the drama that goes into that. I'm just like, geez, man, it's crazy.
0: Unlike you, Law and Order is absolutely my favorite show. Any crime, I don't want to say it's terrible to say, but like serial killers, rape, like all this. I love crime. <laughs> I like- fucking love crime. <laughs> Do you listen to any like? Are you a podcast person? Do you listen to any, to any crime podcasts? No, I don't,
1: and I wish I did. John constantly has on the Jim Cornette podcast one of my least favorite people, and. <laughs> So that's I just overhear that. And that's that's the only podcast I listen to right now.
0: <laughs> My favorite murder is two women who've been at the podcast game for about five years. They like had humble beginnings, but they're like us. They just they love crime. And that's what their podcast. They're like that's detectives. They're, they're like detectives now, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. They I think they've helped like I don't know if they've helped solve cases, but they've. They've reopened cases. I think they've added interest to the.
1: I'd be so pissed off that I was a murderer and like I got away with it. And then like 10 years later,
0: some two women just like broke the case. I'm just like, what the heck? Two (laughs) alt rock girls that couldn't make it in the world. One was addicted to meth. One was like a failed actress. Yeah, I'd be I'd be like, fuck this. So. 14 it's such a young age what did you what were your loves before wrestling like were you into dance or did you love music or
1: i kind of just like dabbled in pretty much every sport like i did a little bit of soccer i did track i did cheerleading and then finally i found wrestling and i was like i love to beat people up like this is it <laughs> this is awesome and also it, it helped that i was i was really young i couldn't get a job yet and wrestling even though it was like paying very little at the time it was still yeah. giving me something right so I got very fortunate when I was 14 and making, you know, $100 a weekend over the course of three shows. And I was like, I'm rich. Like, look at (laughs)
0: $100. So just get back to the court cases for one second. So you do a lot of family law. What is the craziest thing that two people have fought over? Like, I've heard people like two parents that are either in the process of divorce over their children. They've gone to court over like a fucking haircut.
1: So the, the area, the area that the court is in that I type cases for is a very rich area. And so I know, like, obviously people who are getting divorced fight about money all the time, but I typed a court case very recently where the man was making, um, about $300,000 a month, What? (laughs) a month. And so he was like, you know, millionaire, billionaire, whatever. And I just remember like pausing the case. And I was like, they're just, they're literally fighting over uh this the wife who wanted a hundred thousand dollars a month in alimony and like that just blew my mind like it wasn't petty or anything like that but I was just like this is they're in a completely different universe than anyone I've ever been in contact with
0: yeah that kind of money we can't even understand like that that doesn't make any sense to me when you were gonna say three hundred thousand a year I was like nice like three
1: hundred thousand dollars a month and like the people have to submit their their financial statements of like you know how much money they spend a month, and they just try to like jack it up as much as they can. so They can be like, look, these are all my expenses. I spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars a month, and I make three hundred thousand. So how can I
0: possibly give her any money? <laughs> like that's so crazy. But that is that is what happens in divorce and separation. Like that's like my it's like my wildest imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I wouldn't be mad if I had it, but if that's what happens, no thank you. <laughs> I'm so insecure I think that I'll die before I drink, and I'm so caught up in the news of who likes me and who hates you. So being in the business as long bad, as I have and job, having done I don't know how many so wrestling interviews you know yourself you get asked the same 10 questions on a Rolodex is there anything you've ever wanted to talk about that you don't feel the fans know about you that you want them to know that you can't get across via Twitter or Instagram and if you don't that's totally cool but uh I just kind of wonder like what what would you like the fans to know that they don't know that no one's gonna ask you about Honestly, I do love, like we've, we've already
1: touched on a lot of things that I, that I already love to talk about, which is powerlifting and my
0: transcription
1: work, which is like <laughs> so boring to most people. Like no one ever wants to talk about that, but I could talk about that for the next hour. <laughs> those are honestly the two things that I just I like to talk about the most like, I could talk about, you know, who my dream matches anytime. Right. Oh, of course. <laughs> That's like 99% of podcasts is like, who's your dream match. Who do you want to face from AEW? Who do you want to face from, you know, WWE? All those those questions.
0: Yeah. And selfishly, I'm so glad that you've resigned with Impact Wrestling. I think you add so much to the knockouts division, and I'm really excited to uh, hopefully work together.
1: Oh, we're 100. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a matter of time.
0: Exactly. We'll probably
1: wrestle this next set of tapings. Who knows? Like totally. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, this has been really fun, and I do want to have you back next season. Are we done already? We're gonna do ten tailor-made questions. That uh, I was gonna say speed round. No, (laughs) (laughs) we we've talked for like a half an hour, but if you want to keep going, I got time. (laughs) Okay, so it's like a speed round kind of thing, but don't you feel rushed in your answers? I'm just gonna try to fire them off. Okay, name one beauty product you cannot live without. Eyeliner. What is your favorite exercise? Um, bench press. <laughs> and how much – what is your max bench but not like your one – like not your one max rep but like what can you rep out three times? Because to me that's more – So right now
1: three times, probably 215. Woo! My max is like 235. <sighs> Go, girl. I want to go to like the, the world powerlifting competition. Like it's a big event in Sweden that you get invited to. That's like my goal in powerlifting.
0: Do you know what the max bench is right now for women of your weight class? So
1: literally at the last tapings, we were just talking about this and it's actually, it was a lady who did professional wrestling. No way. Yeah. It's, No, I've never heard of her before. She, like, wrestled in Tennessee for a long time. Weird. Um, But I just, like, was just, like, this is insane. Her name was Becca Swanson. And, yeah, so I just literally, like, was on YouTube, and I looked her up. And, yeah, man, she just was in there just destroying girls. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and her bench press record is, let's see. So this is Raw Bench Press, which is, like, a tested federation and there's there's obviously you know untested people who you know jack themselves up on steroids, which is awesome. But uh, naturally, <laughs> she can she
0: lifted six hundred and one. Oh, because it's a kilos. Jesus, six hundred and yeah. one. Okay, okay. So we got some work to do, girl. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't want you to lift that much. That's crazy. That's like benching half a car. <laughs> <laughs> okay moving on what is your biggest pet peeve oh my god i have to pick a- this can be like a top three if you need to <laughs> um I,
1: okay so i hate when people don't use their blinkers like that <laughs> happens every single day in atlanta georgia um <laughs> i hate when oh man i think that's my biggest pet peeve honestly like that's my biggest yeah. one i hate when people just like correct my form on my instagram videos that's that destroys me like i'm just like okay dude
0: like <laughs> just ignore it just ignore it you're so right but it's so hard it's so hard sometimes i'm sorry sorry I, I i it's very easy to say when it's not my video but all i can say is people are watching it and they're taking the time to comment because it, hate you or love you they're still taking the time out to watch you so just drink that haterade and you know thank you for the likes thank you for the watches what i
1: do love about instagram though though is that you can delete comments that's my favorite thing about instagram
0: just delete and it never happened Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly a little blockage in your life (laughs) who is your celebrity crush Uh, Jensen Ackles.
1: Who's, have you seen Supernatural? Oh,
0: yes, 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 yes. Okay. I got you.
1: One of the, one of the brothers from, from that thing. And he actually lives in my hometown. He lives in Austin, Texas, which is where I'm from. Oh, no
0: way. (laughs) So there's a little hometown loyalty there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, what is your favorite band or artist? So recently
1: it's not my favorite all time, but, uh, Olivia Rodrigo. I'm obsessed with her recently. So, like right now, that it's definitely her. And I also love the All American rejects.
0: Nice. Okay. And do you have a secret vice like drinking a glass of wine in the shower?
1: No, but I do love to eat in the bathtub. Like, I love to eat dinner in the bathtub. But <laughs> I like Have that. one of those things that go across the bathtub, like, you put your plate on it and
0: everything. Beautiful. <laughs> That's the most relaxing <laughs> thing. It's it's amazing. And watching your show, it's perfect. <laughs> that's amazing. What wrestler has the best entrance music? It's
1: I've always said Randy Orton and I still think it is. I just that that song just gets stuck in your
0: head. <laughs> and it jacks you up. It's totally whatever gets you going. But that's my favorite. That's my favorite one of all time. <laughs> and what is your drink of choice? Doesn't have to be alcoholic.
1: Well, I, I, it's not my drink of choice, but I drink a ton of water and I yeah. also like um I don't know if you know what that they are, Alani energy drinks.
0: I've heard of them. What is the hype? What is, tell me, am I, should, am so, I missing something? So Madison there? Rain is actually the one who, who turned me on to
1: them. Cause I would drink like, you know, the, the sugar-free low carb monster energy, energy drinks yep. all the time. Yeah. And then she showed me Alani and I just started like buying them by the case. Oh, and really? Just have like literally a, a case every two weeks delivered. I'm just obsessed with them. They're just like uh, sugar-free, low-carb, all-natural energy drinks. They're like ten uh, calories or can, and they're just—they're incredible. I love so them.
0: We lo- we all love monsters as wrestlers. We all love caffeine, but they're not good for you. There's, oh, and
1: they-
0: another selling
1: point is that the person who like actually invented them is like a like a weightlifter, bodybuilder, power girl kind of thing. So, so. she knows
0: what she's talking about, and it's. And it's girl power.
1: I like it. I'm gonna. You got to try it. <laughs>
0: if you
1: don't, I'm going to bring okay, some the and be like, drink it.
0: <laughs> I guarantee you I'm going to get off the phone. And I'm going to be like, we don't have a Canada yet. So that might have to happen. <laughs> um, what was your most embarrassing moment in the ring? Botch, nip slip, wardrobe malfunction. Okay. So this
1: was actually
0: maybe within the past year.
1: So I, I wrestled a match against Kimberly. And I'm sorry if this is like discussing anybody, but whatever. No such thing. No disgusting. So I was actually on my period, this set of tapings. And what I did not realize was that my tampon string was hanging out the the entire match. And I think the finisher was like an overhead German suplex where it was just like dangling out. And so I get to the back and not even any producer came up to me, but um, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander came up to me and they were like, Jordan. And I was like, what? And they told me. And I was like, no one said anything? And so I went to Scott and apparently they like went back in the truck, and we're gonna see if we had to refilm the entire match. But I guess uh, <laughs> the
0: producer was like, "No, we can just work around it somehow. Like we'll just cut the angle." Cut the angles? <laughs> oh my God. That is not disgusting at all. And that's part of being a woman yeah. and being a wrestler. I think it was D. She had legit like period. She had started her period without knowing, and she was at the performance center, I think, and just just and like it's just something that happens man it's what our body does like that's like we're women and like how many all all of us when you belly out or you do a top rope anything you pee yep so 100 percent you're i just want the world to know we're amazing i've almost gotten to the point where i started like peeing on deadlifts i
1: don't know if you ever seen like <laughs> oh, the yeah. videos of the women just like it's incredible the distance <laughs> that can be like
0: Fucking like projectile pee
1: yes exactly but i've started to cut my my tampon strings off during matches so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like cut them shorter thank you stripper tiktok <laughs> oh that's so there's funny. a life hat guys there you go yeah. <laughs> but not too short <laughs> Yeah, not too short <laughs> <laughs> okay last one finish this lyric i get my peaches down from georgia Oh, my God. I get my weed from California. Yeah. I think I got the lyric wrong, but like it was close enough. <laughs> Isn't it? I got my peaches down in Georgia. I got my yeah, weed from yeah, California. Oh, oh. Yeah. There you go. Yes. See, I got off shift this morning and I usually like write the sentence of the lyric down. But I was like, I got this. I don't need to write it right. down. I That's wish funny. I'd get my weed from California. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I they wish would start I... shipping it. <laughs> If I could bring it across the border to tapings, I would, but I know that there would be, like, even though it's legal here, it's just. Oh, you sure just don't want, you don't want the stress. don't want the stress.
1: I've done a lot of illegal things flying with marijuana, so I just.
0: You know what? And you're not the only Worst one. Worst feeling in the world. Oh, yeah. When the dogs, when the dogs come, you're just like, this is it. This is, this is, this is how it ends.
1: I always put it, I always put it in my checked bags. I know that they say you're not supposed to do that, but I do it. I find that they ch- check More it less. More afraid of the dogs catching me than I am of like a TSA agent opening it up. I'll just deal with that on the other side.
0: <laughs> exactly. And what's the word? Like, okay, you'll get like probably a slap on the wrist and maybe a fine. Like, you're not going to go to jail.
1: Yeah, but I also was reading a Reddit thread where it was like TSA agents who check their bags. They say that they usually just take the weed for themselves and like,
0: yeah, because because they're humans and like happy, hungry, sleepy. Nobody's OD'd from weed. Like, come on, people. <laughs> well that was such an exciting side of jordan grace to get to know not only has she gotten to the wrestling business at 14 years old but she's been able to stay on a really clear track to not only be this powerhouse badass female professional wrestler, but she's also so business minded. She's taken this world of Patreon, which is known for, you know, selling personalized photos, be it custom or quotations sexy photos and she's made it a business she's aligning herself with sponsors and wrestling minded products I think what she's doing is really cool and she's revolu- she's revolutionizing what female wrestlers and male wrestlers can be doing on their own to make professional wrestling a steady income even though she's on TV you know it's no secret You can't really become a millionaire by exclusively being a professional wrestler. There's money to be made, but you still have to work for it. She actually taught me a lot about other things I could be putting my mind to and motivating me to do more. That's why I love this new generation of female wrestlers. They're so different. They're not just in it for the wrestling. They have these big, incredible dreams to do more. And that's what I wanna showcase on Wild On is how incredibly talented all these women are. And I know I use incredibly to a sickening degree, but I truly mean it. It is the highest form of respect I can give to these women just like my badass punk rock girl band that I get to work with on a weekly basis who bring all the wild on you can handle to your ears every week. That's right, my all-around queen, Rochelle Duras. She's my editor and producer. We have Public Relations, Madison Golshani, and whenever we need it, our marketing specialist, Rebecca Levinson. Thank you all for your hard work. I love you guys. And until next week, Stay calm and wild on let's go